Hello, hello, hello. Hello, nurse. Good morning, V. Never mind. No, man. We're saying only things with hello. Hello. Not good morning. So, hello, Dolly. You go. Next. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Another line from a movie. Something. I got nothing. I blanked. Hello, everybody. What's That's that? Grover. Oh, yeah. Well, okay. You know from the Muppet? Yeah. Keep going. Sesame Street. No more hellos? No, you got me. Damn it. That was like, that was a beatdown. I know. I liked, well, I got it from I Nate. Didn't, I didn't have any Nate idea. Nate said, hello, nurse. You know what that's from? Nope. It sounds like. It's a cartoon. Oh. What about Ace Ventura? Ace Ventura? Doesn't he have a weird hello in there? Never mind. Yeah, he does this. He goes like this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can I ask you a question? <laughs> if you're not on the live stream and we're oh. watching this on YouTube, you're not going to realize what Kevin just did. You just missed it. And you are missing out. Well, fantastic. This is not the Hello podcast. This is the Candid Athlete Training Podcast. My name is Chad. My name is Kevin. Well, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> What's so funny? Well, okay. So on my computer, yep. I have the YouTube. I have it pulled up so that I can interact with the mm-hmm. comments and stuff just like you can. Yeah. Um, and But it's on like a 10-second delay. Yeah. <laughs> and I literally just saw myself bend over and give oh. everybody the old Ace Ventura. <laughs> oh, there's some good ones here. Hello, baby. Ooh, uh, hey, like you guys. I count. That's, that's counted. Although I wanted to say That's hello. That's really good. Hello, darkness, hey, my old hey, friend. Hey, 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 hey. Fat Albert, very good. Hey, hey, hey. All right. Six cheeseburgers and a Diet Coke, please. If you are new on the live stream, if it's your first time here, let us first know. First time? Who? Uh, no, I'm asking. Oh. I think we had somebody new to the live stream last week. We did. Um. And Hannah Grace Davis is in the house. I think she's new. Hey, hey, hey. So welcome, Hannah Grace Davis. She was... The Battle of the Hannahs. She won a membership. So she's joining us for the first time. If anyone else is new on the live stream, shoot us a message. Abby Denon. Yes, very good. Yes. I think Abby was on the live stream last week, but she couldn't get comments enabled. Somebody couldn't, yeah. So welcome to... The show. So let's, you know what, you know what we need to do? Let's do a, a reset. And in, f- in fact, I have this written down on my notes here. We've got so many new people. That's, oh. that'll, that'll get it done. <laughs> I, thought you, that's, I thought you meant like start no, the show over. Like, <laughs> maybe a first time listener or somebody new. Let's just kind of give them a little glimpse about what this show is about and oh. what, what we're about. Com- why we, they should listen to Candid Athletic Training compared to. Interesting. Other podcasts. Maybe we should do this more often. We so probably that, should. Because for all the random people that click on Candid Athletic Training and then we're just bending over, you know, making fart noises and, I don't know, making fun of Nate. That, that actually, maybe they're like, ah, I don't really want to listen to this. Always start with your good side. Yeah. <laughs> so tell them about the show. How are well, we different? We what are, are we doing? Candid Athletic Training. We're candid. We're candid. We have a website called CandidAthleticTraining.com. Yep. Um, Our social media is? Oh, candid underscore ATC. If you are new to the podcast, that took about 25 to 30 episodes for me to memorize what our social media handle was. Yep. I was really bad at it. But what's the premise of the show? If you're a first-time listener, you're going 
you're going to in for a treat here. We are lighthearted, fun, but honest about the athletic training profession, things that go into it, things we like, things we dislike, things we wish we could change, things that we never yeah. want to change. And we do it in segments, skits, whatever you want to call them. Um, There's a lot of evidence of why we like stuff, right? We do a lot of evidence-based talk here. Yes. You're going to get hardcore research. You're going to get hardcore data. If you really need somewhere to go for all of your information on a very important research article you are preparing for, if you don't know we what are a, if you don't know what a standard deviation is, get off not this. The spot. <laughs> get off this show. All right, I gotta leave uh, right now. I, I have no idea. One, <laughs> two deviations. Well, I mean, and, uh, I would put it this way. You know. We started this podcast because we were two idiots talking about athletic training and we would complain about stuff. We would have our pet peeves. We would have our really silly conversations of would Starburst gummy sours or New candy highly recommend not a sponsor yet, but yeah, let's not get on yet. Them. Or would Sour Patch Kids be a better athletic trainer? I'm and not going to lie. I we like, would debate. I like these more. I like those more right now, too. Sour Patch Kids can come back in my life at some point, but right now, those are better. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, I mean, me me and you were sitting in your living room, and we were having some random conversation about athletic training, and we literally said, why are there not microphones in front of us? Why are we not recording this? Uh, There's... We're not the only ones that want to talk about this. We're 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 like every other athletic trainer. We are just like everybody else. Let's put a microphone in front of us. My coworker... Two years later, we did... Oh, sorry, I, I do that all the time. Yeah, oh, so the other thing is Chad doesn't actually listen to me on the podcast. He actually just interrupts me all the yeah. time. <laughs> Professional. And Maybe it's episode wor- It's worse now that it's live because he's watching this live thing and he's trying to keep up with comments. And I'm, now he's thinking about watching, whether or not these buttons will work. this guy right here, that this guy? guy right mm-hmm. here, who these guys are in the background. Why so, are live shows so much longer now? That's what she said. <laughs> um, I was talking to my That'll coworker, to Kelly... And I was like, Kelly. Kelly? Yeah. She listens to the show every week. No way. She's not a member. She's going to get there. She's going to get there. But she's like. We need to give her incentive. I told her that the week that you were on vacation and couldn't make the show, and I I did a solo pod, I said, Kelly, I almost called you and said, would you come on and do the show with me? And she said. She's like, I am a terrible speaker. I'm like, but Kelly, you and I have. Kelly and I have the same conversations that you and I have. We just don't care what people saying we just are able to say it and how many episodes did it take for both of us to be like whatever yeah maybe one like one episode in it was like all right now i'm comfortable with like what my voice sounds like in these headphones and that's the worst part who cares so um so if you want to start a better podcast than ours go ahead well there's so many out there there's a lot of athletic training podcasts out there and they're all different and this is just our spin on the profession we i do think we jumped in at a time when like a lot of podcasts were coming out right yep i I mean i think we kind of beat a few of them to the punch but at the same time i mean we were part of this wave of people saying you know what podcasts are kind of cool to communicate through and i think there's great podcasts out there yeah i mean not everybody has a perfect 5.0 rating yep and 134. I mean, I think we have 4.9999, but yeah. whatever. I think what we hear is we're just relatable. We talk about the things that you guys that are listening are talking about, and people say, oh, my God, I can't believe you guys were thinking that. I think that all the time, which is the fun part for us to hear. 
that we're no different than y'all. 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 So all y'all um, down there now. And we just do it in a fun way. We we do a fictional athletic trainer debate each week. We do a friend or foe. We do F one, marry one, kill one. Um, we normally do a top five, uh, which is kind of a ripoff of Family Feud. No, it's not. And then we have a feature topic every week. So that's what a normal show is like. Tonight we're going to have one small change. <clears throat> um, so here we are. I think the the other thing we should talk about before we get into tonight's show. Yeah. Kevin, tell them why they should be. Oh my God, a member. Become a member of this oh, show. Oh my God. When you become a member of Candid Athletic Training, not only do you get to listen to us more often. You get a discount on our website for our stuff like coffee mugs, sweatshirts, shirts, hats. Oh, by the way, random person. I'm at the grocery store. The person checking me out. Whoa, they're at, checking you out? Like they're charging me for all my food. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I asked her a question and she she like stopped for a second. And then she goes, I'm sorry. Like I was distracted by your hat. She's like. I'm trying to figure out, like, what do you do? Like, what? why do you have that hat? She was like, I'm thinking you're in construction and you hit, like, it's because you hit your thumb with a hammer all the time. Absolutely. And I said, you're right on. No, I corrected her. I said, Canon Athletic Training Podcast. Listen up, lady. But people like the hat. Get a hat. Get a hat. Okay. Um, anyway, become a member. Get a discount at our store. You are going to, oh my God, now we're getting affiliates. Yep. We are getting affiliates for our members. We are trying to make you money in reality. Um, we not only secured a, like an affiliate membership with MedBridge to get you $175 off. We also got a, an affiliate membership with Master Dry Needling. We happen to also both take this course. When we'll, Highly recommend that was like a year and a half ago now, huh? It was the and summer. Kelly. Yeah. Kelly took it too. Mm-hmm. We're going to get you a discount on Master Dry Needling. Any of their courses you want to take. Any they have one of their courses. Um, not only that, we do already have secured with Bulletproof, which is a essentially a coffee brand. Um, they sell a lot more than just coffee, though. For me, I'm looking for the coffee. I'm looking for the XCT oil. I'm looking for all that energy I need from my Bulletproofs that I drink Every single day. But for everybody else, they have bars. They have other supplements. They even, I think they're doing teas now. Um, it's not just coffee. So if you're not a coffee drinker, still check out Bulletproof. Anybody else we need to mention? No, I think, but the, the thing to really note is that that's just the beginning. Just the beginning. We are reaching out to companies every single day to say, hey, do you want to work with us? Do you want to give athletic trainers a discount on X, Y, Z, whatever they're offering? Products, services, whatever. Could be athletic training related. They could be not. If you get a membership at any point this year, you're going to get an email with coupons and discount codes for all of these things. Okay? So if you're already a member, you will get those. You will get it. Uh, it's coming up. Uh, we're just still getting a little organized, but you will get these things. If you are planning on getting a MedBridge account, if you're planning on taking a dry needling class, that's why you should give, become a member for as little as $25. Yep. 
you're going to, I mean, we already have one week in, we've already gotten $250 with the coupons for you yep. plus 10% off all bulletproof purchases. That's, that's, that could be any amount depending on how much you, you spend on them. That's tenfold on your $25 investment right Listen, off the bat in the first week. If you use those coupons, we're going to find more. And it's 2021. What does that mean? CEUs are CEUs, due at the end, of the end of the year. We all need our CEUs. Well, maybe not everybody. Some, some of you folks probably already got them done. I need my CEUs. I'll tell you what. I'm going to take advantage of this MedBridge cheap discount and then also this Master Dry Needling. I might go take another course. I want to take I might, I I might just go get course. poked around, you know? God, you get so sore at the end of that, though. Oh. I remember, yeah, I felt like a pincushion for sure. We, we looked at each other and were like, oh, my Smurfette. God. One more day, one more day of sticking needles in everybody and getting stick stuck yourself. I st- this is what I'm going to say. I though. put some needles in myself earlier this week, and my calf was just <laughs> sore, sore, sore. I'll tell you what, um, changed my career, absolutely changed my career. Yep. Um, I went from working at a clinic to now I'm going to own a clinic. Yeah. And it has a lot to do with the fact that I started needling. So yeah. if you ever want to talk about it, let me know. Over a beer. He'll do it. Please over a beer. Or other stuff. Other. Maybe a, is, get yourself a bulletproof coffee. This is a with, separate brown liquid, with, but needed a beer first. Yeah. Anyway, um, who else do we need to thank and talk about? Oh, my gosh. Here we go. I mean, our this is friends, the intro. Our, the official oh. sponsor of the Canada Athletic Training Podcast is Healthy Roster. HealthyRoster.com. They, they can't see that because I have the graphic up. You just oh, don't know that yet. damn it. Uh, HealthyRoster.com. I'll take it off so you can go back to pointing. Ready? Go ahead. Uh, Vanna White, my friend. Uh, so the folks at Healthy Roster, our friends Dan and the, and the gang, if you are in the market for, if you're planning next year to, to, to get a new electronic medical Isn't record, everybody? You should be. Not, well, unless you have Healthy Roster already. Yeah, you, then you're not planning it. You're set. They're the best of the best. Um, so get yourself in contact with them. Uh, they'll get you set up. Just let them know that you heard about them through the Candid Athletic Training Podcast, please. Well, I mean, so for the people right now, it's still April. For the people listening to this next week, it's May. I think that's a big time for, you know, talking about what should we do next year, next season, next school year. You use the summer. Administrative staff uses the summer to, like, get things rolling, I'm sure, right? Mm-hmm. So it's now time to talk about healthy roster with, with the folks you work with. Now you is know? the time. Be prepared. Be prepared. Oh, who else? Who else should we thank? We should thank Brew Fitness MKE. Yeah. We are thank you, Ryan. at their place right now. So. Thanks for the beer, too. Yeah. Um, if you're ever in Milwaukee, 10 day, 10 day little membership here. Thank you, know? you Hannah Grace Davis. Get in there. I am a superhero. She said the ATs who don't drink coffee have superpowers, and I am one of them. You just use other forms of energy. <laughs> Sugar. <laughs> Hot chocolate count. Oh. Um, so, yeah, thank you to Brew Fitness. Thank you to the official sponsor, Healthy Roster. Seriously. We're going to get into Kinematic later. They're again featuring our, our yeah. feature topic. Um. I think that's it. I think we can. I think we can get into it. You want to move on? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'm just so happy when the buttons work. 
the graphics, the buttons. Yeah. I don't have to reset them all the time. Damn, Dylan. Dylan had one and a half pots of pots. coffee and a quad espresso shot this morning or this afternoon. That sounds like my good friend Dave Yeager more than more than anything. <laughs> Nothing. Just put it the IV right in. Jesus. Hook it up. Yeah, uh, okay, so this is what I will say. Um Dylan, um, I'm not telling you how to live your life at all. But but he I used to be like you. I used to drink that much coffee. And then towards the end of the night, because I was working essentially a second shift job, uh, sports, right? Um, I was drinking coffee as late as 9 o'clock at night. And when I started drinking Bulletproofs, it was crazy because I started not needing to. There, there was times when like the habit was there of like, oh, it's the seventh inning of the game. I usually grab a cup of coffee right now and I would want to because one, I just love the smell. I love the taste, but I was, I could stop. I could slow down. And then even more in the off season when I wasn't doing anything and I was just like chilling, I already cleaned the house. I already did the laundry, whatever. And I was bored. I'd be like, I don't know, maybe I'll make a cup of coffee. That would turn into five cups of coffee a day and there was no reason to have it. And so I started doing bulletproofs. I also started, and for all of us athletic trainers that still work out, Chad, um, I used to drink like the energy drinks or the pre-workout stuff all the time. And I, I got to a point where I couldn't not have that until if I was going to go work out. Now I drink a Bulletproof in the morning and it's kind of my pre-workout, kind of my, my workout drink too. I bring it here to hmm. Brew Fitness, MKE. Um, so get on that bulletproof train. Get a good. discount. It's Might as good. well try it out. It's good. All right. It's time for the show. Jesus, Dylan. Ed's drinking his own urine. And he likes the taste. All right. It's sterile and I like the taste. What segment shall we do? Let's do would you rather, because I have no idea what's coming. Okay, we're we're gonna we're gonna skip the top five this week. We're we're Whoa, collecting. When did few- you make that? Did you always have that graphic? Um, at one point I did, and then I had to redo it today. It took me about three seconds. Ooh, that's, wow, you're getting good at this. <sighs> Thank you. Um, so we're collecting a few top five surveys. It'll be back next week. So we're going to substitute, would you rather this week, Kevin? Yeah. Would you rather hate your coaches and love your athletes <laughs> or hate your athletes and love your coaches? Ah. That's a good would you rather. <laughs> Thank you. That's a really good would you rather. Okay. Hate coaches, love athletes, love coaches, hate athletes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. If it's my world, or at least my former world, because that's mm-hmm. all I can really go off of, I got to love my athletes and hate my coaches. Um, although... Even though I had to interact with my coaches every day, a few times a day, I had to interact with my athletes every day, all day. Um, No offense to half of my team I had one year, but I did not particularly enjoy working with you, and that sucked. It really, really sucked. I had the same coaching staff both years, 
that I'm thinking about. And I'm then the next year I had an awesome team full of amazing humans that were a pleasure to work with. And that was much better than now. The tough part is I didn't have any coaches that I like hated. I like have, at that time. Yeah. I'm trying to think of coaches that I did hate. I'm thinking along the lines Abby is here. Like in, in the college setting that I work at, the athletes are rotating every couple of years. They're in, they're out. The coaches stay can stay with you for a long time in, in that know. setting. In the they professional can. setting, they can. It's probably the other way. I don't know. And I I would say in, in the college setting and high school setting, probably, there's more of that coach that just is like, Oh no, we're gonna have, you know, two practices on Saturday or no, actually, you know, prepare for a practice Sunday for five hours. Um, in the professional setting, it was just kind of the same thing every day. It was just the interaction. That was the only thing that was like a bummer. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was just there, right? Like if the, if the day went longer or if, you know, whatever we, we did more on field work early, that was just part of it versus, always changing. I feel like college, things change, right? Oh, oh, we added a game on Thursday, right? (laughs) That's a big, that's a big thing in your world. Yep. And then the other, I think for you specifically, I had less of this age. Like you're closer in age to your coaches than you are your, your athletes now, I would assume, right? Yep. So, you probably interact on that level more with the coaching staff. Yeah. Right. Especially like, as I've gone on in my career when I was yeah. a young athletic trainer is buddy up to the athletes. Yeah. And then you grow out of that because you just don't connect with them as easily as you did when you were 25, 30. And now when you're 40, you're like, what are you going to talk to the 18 year old kid about when you're 43? Yeah. I mean, other than Fortnite. <laughs> you love Fortnite. I've never played. What's your handle? So these those so these folks can play against you. Nah, I don't have one. I wonder what the new game is cuz I, I feel like Fortnite's old now. I feel like nobody plays Fortnite anymore. I bet there's a new one. I think one the teenagers out there. do. I think the 43-year-olds do. Zach, I had that the whole time. Nate just uh, I don't know whatever. Nate's Nate's out of the loop. ELE. Everybody love everybody. Everybody love everybody. Nate, you ever get punched in the jujunum? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. What if I was in high school? If I was a high school athletic trainer? And you just I, be a prick to all your kids? Just like everyone else? That's tough because and you just don't, you don't get to interact as much in the high school setting with the athletes. It's not this, you're not spending 10 hours with them. You're not, and you're not doing these, you know, hour long treatment and then another hour of rehab or, I mean, maybe in some settings you are the high school settings I've seen, you you don't really do that. So it's hard to say that you would have to, that you would really love to have great athletes or great rapport with your athletes versus again, the coaches are the ones that probably stick around for a long time. They need to listen to you. They need to respect you. They need to, you know, communicate with you. I just keep thinking in my head. Have you chosen yet? No. Okay. You keep talking. I'm trying not to interrupt you for oh. the first time in 100, 121 episodes. 
So I think... 121 episodes. I think... Abby Sun says GTA, Grand Theft Auto is the go-to game, or what? Show 21. What? GTA, what, like, that's like the 15th version of it? Listen. I assume. My son says GTA and go-to game, or the Show 21. I mean, but those... Hi, Bree. It's the Show 21. I mean, it's been... That's been the go-to game for since 1998, probably. Yeah. Um, okay. So I think when... No offense when we, to your son, Abby. When we talk about hate, you can still have a working professional relationship with someone you hate. You just have to be civil. So it's not like you're being a huge D-bag or biatch or whatever you want to say. Um, you can still be professional even though you don't care for someone. Um, in that respect, I think, to be honest, I'm going to hate my athlete and love my coach. It's going to be easier, I guess, in my situation because I've been with my coaches longer and I know the athlete will have a shelf life, so to say. And hopefully if I'm civil, they won't pick up on the fact that I just don't really I, I guess if I hate them, hopefully they just don't pick up on the, the nonverbals. Is that fair? I think so. So I'm going to say I'm going to love my coaches because they can make or break your day, not necessarily your career. I think the athletes make the career, but sometimes the, the coaches make your day, and sometimes that's just the harder part to get through. Mm. I'm, still st- I'm sticking like with love the, the athletes. Yeah, that's fine. I get it. So, um, okay. Although I've, i seriously, I've not had many coaches that have hated. I'll tell you that much. Just one. Just one. He didn't last long. No, he didn't. <laughs> amazing. No, I was thinking about my oh, own. Amazing. Uh, all right. Where are we going on this journey next? Uh, FMK. F, Mary, kill. Pretty straightforward here. If you're new to the program, we are going to give you three options. You F one, you marry one, and you kill one. This week, we are F marrying and killing foam roller colors, the color of your foam roller. The We're just going to go of your foam roller. black foam rollers, blue sure. foam rollers, black, blue, white foam rollers. White. I think white is the original foam it's roller, definitely, right? I, it's the oldest I one I've seen. I don't even seen. know if I see them anymore. Or maybe... We just think they're the original because they always look so old. Yeah, because they're all broken down. All broken down. They're they're curved. I mean, they're practically turning yellow from just being stained in the world. Sweaty bodies rolling on them. You got to kill that. You got to kill a white foam roll. Is that what you're doing? Oh, my God. I'm killing a white foam roll. I don't know if I've ever seen a white foam roll that was like a Circular? No, it yeah. looks like this. Yeah, like there must be something about the oh, foam the that Dylan. they use. Look at Dylan. Dylan's colorblind. He can't see any of the foam rollers. <laughs> Dude, can you just just to, yeah. can you really not? Yeah. See, Nate said it. White? You mean brownish white? Like every white foam roll ends up being brownish white, and that's just gross. Ugh. Dylan, can you see any of the shades of these foam rollers? Yeah, I want to know if like, can you tell if it's black or blue or i mean like a lot of people when they're colorblind they just they can't tell the difference kevin grab one of those over there that's speckled (laughs) we got a black with blue speckled here at proof fitness mke that's kind of fancy 
That's like the schmedium. Ryan, you got nice stuff. That's. I don't even have to it choose. Like, it's it's black and blue. It looks like a Pollock. A Jackson Pollock? A Jackson Pollock. That does not My wife is going to be so impressed that I actually said that. I, she's going to be less impressed that that doesn't look like a Jackson Pollock. All he did was drip paint. That's not even... Never mind. These are little specks. Yeah. This looks more like, you know, a very clear night, and you're looking at all the stars. You're so romantic. I love, I love <laughs> me a so Jackson Pollock. so romantic. Pollock. Okay, so you killed the white ones. What are you doing with the blue and the black ones? I'm gonna, 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 I'm gonna marry the black. Nope, I'm gonna marry the blue. I'm gonna marry the blue, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna f the black. I think, I think the the black. Foam roll is most readily available. I think when you type in foam roll on Google or Amazon, a black one pops up. Okay. And so I think I can kind of just get it whenever I want. Ah. <laughs> and then I think the blue one, um, I, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold on to that one for a while because I haven't seen a blue foam roll in a while. You and haven't? So I really haven't. Mm. Now, to be fair, I. That's true. I mean, I, I work in, clinic, in one. Yeah. I work in one little clinic, and how many foam rollers do you have there? Uh, three, four. They're all black. Nope. I have. Tell me, two black, two orange. Orange. Yeah. Orange. You glad that you had those? Orange, healthy roster orange. By yeah. the way, same orange. It's a. I'm sure people have seen them. It's like those trigger point ones, that like the literally the company called Trigger Point. Yep. And it's orange, and it's got some crazy pattern on it. Okay. You want me to go? I would love you to go. All right. Before I go, I just got to put Kevin Joyce's comment up here. What do we got? Kevin said, F blue, it's a little different. Mary black, it's always there. It never goes wrong. And the best part is he said, kill the white. It always looks like the used filter on the Marlboro. (laughs) Very, very good. Fine, sir. <laughs> Too many heaters over there for Kevin Joyce. So, if you're new to the podcast, <laughs> um, the these are literally the conversations that have caused this podcast to exist. Yeah. Why does so Why cool. does that foam roll look like a used filter off of a oh, Marlboro? Christmas. Time. There's nothing over there. I'm just pointing randomly. By the way. All right. So every single athletic trainer on this live stream who's commented commented has said, "Kill the white." I have to agree. They are. I don't even know why they make them anymore. <laughs> Um, do they? <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. I'm if gonna look do. it up. Yeah, yeah. See if you can find one real quick, and see if maybe I'm gonna buy one. Find out if they're cheaper than the other one. The good, the good ones. Reminds me of Bad Boys when the pool. He's like, this pool costs. Oh, how much did a good pool cost, Daddy? Uh, that's Bad Boys Two, actually, which is the better movie, Jeff? Um. Uh, oh, I see white ones. They do. Oh man. Whoa. Substantial Whoa. price difference. What do you got? Well, and they're like. Reputable brands too. Um, dang. Well, there's a really wide variety of prices here, but one is twenty five dollars. One is. Well, no, that's half. Well, it's like that's a half foam roll. That one's twelve. Oh, that one's only eight sixty. Well, that's a really tiny one. Twenty five bucks. All right. Kay. Now we're gonna go black. Yep. Actually, we'll go blue. And yes, Bad Boys 2 is better. Yeah. 
Do you want me to give my answer? Do you want to, We'll do this. Keep we'll do on. this. Okay. So I think I'm going to... I already said we're going to kill the white ones. I'm going to marry the black ones, and I'm going to kill the blue ones. I actually think the blue ones are a little bit too firm. Are these the blue ones you're talking about? Like these ones that look yeah. like they're water? Yeah, like a little, yes. That's what you're thinking of? Yeah. Those, we, we have those at school. Those used to be in every goddamn clinic ever, I feel like. I think they're a little too firm. So maybe I shouldn't F them, but I'm going oh. to. Can you can you F it if it's too firm? Um, Ladies. Some people can. Gentlemen, give me your answer. Uh, I think it's a little little bit too firm for some Blue costs way more. Thank you, Hannah. Well done. Um, I can't read that. Uh, so I think the black foam rollers are probably the appropriate amount of firmness for all muscles, all tissue types. So I'm going to marry that. Your Amazon Basics High Density Exercise Massage Muscle Recovery Round Foam Roller. All right. I'll just put it hand. I'm not going to say it, but I'm just going to put it up there. Put it up there, and then you can did she, check out the. Did she that what she said, Chet? Yeah. Court, oh, no, sort of. Sort of. All right. Um, the once bl- once the, you go black, you never go back. That's what she wanted to say. Oh. Marry and marry I will, him. Marry him. Marry that one. Just marry it. Anything All right. else? So what do we have? What, sorry, the prices. What's the most economical one? Black. Well, black. Technically black. Okay. Scott, I wholeheartedly disagree when he says, I love the black ones with the bumps on them. I don't understand the point. Scott, I'm tell I'm me gonna, why. Tell me why you like those, yeah, Scott. You, you I, explain I'm not that. a fan of the, the sensory, like just, I don't know. Just do something different, I guess. I'm not sure. I, my... Question is, why wouldn't you just use a lacrosse ball or some sort of dense ball if you wanted to get that pinpoint with something? Yeah, which is what Dylan just said. Use uh, a massage foam roller, uh, the, the point massagers. Um, I agree. A foam roll ball is almost better than a foam roller, in my opinion. So, And I think, um, I mean, to each is their own, but like I think we all have those athletes that, they feel the harder, the better. The more ribs, the better. Um, and I think we need to analyze that every once in a while. Like, what, what are you doing? Are you just, just trying to kill yourself over here? We used to use, I had a strength conditioning specialist that was with me that used a iron-like tube yeah. That weighed, one weighed 45 pounds, the other one weighed 90 pounds. This is what I'll say. When he rolled out my quads, like lateral quad, my hamstring, and my calves with the 45-pound one, it felt actually pretty amazing. Like, I actually really liked yeah, it. Yeah, you've told me that before. And that, But the 90-pound one, the next day, I was sore as fuck. Really? Like, I was sore. And so I was like, okay. This is what you need to do is not do this on, you know, the starting pitcher for tomorrow's game or something because they're going to be sore. And that's not, we can't have that from soft tissue mobilization. Yeah. You know, it was pretty effective though. I really liked it. I, I just think in the athletic setting, you have to be careful on dosage. Yeah. Appropriate timing too. Okay. This, this body. conversation has 
completely broken down on the live stream. I highly recommend you check this out on YouTube. Look at all these comments as they come through. We have a lot of sick, twisted individuals on here. It is really fun and entertaining. <laughs> Hannah is about to blow. She's overloading. Wait a minute. You can't say that, Nate. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, oh, my God. All right, let's move on before we get kicked off radio. Okay. What segment are we doing next? Friend or foe? I'm calling it. Friend or foe? Go for it. <sighs> um, friend or foe, Kevin, having a conversation with the opposing athletic trainer before the, a game, a match, or whatever, you have your little pregame meeting with the opposing athletic trainer. Friend or foe talking about injuries in that situation? Um, um, sorry, I got it. Um, I had to answer Dylan. He asked me a question. Um, no, oh, that's a really tough. You know, that could have been to Kevin Joyce. No, he spelled it right. Oh, okay. You're right. Unless Dylan is so used to spelling, right. spelling right. the name Kevin the correct way that he incorrectly spelled it on somebody with an I. You're right. Maybe. Okay. So give it to me. Pre-game meeting. <sighs> it's tough, right? Like, I mean, you want to. It's particularly if you have an opposing athletic trainer that you respect, you respect their opinion on things, you want to, I mean, imagine 15 years ago. Well, I don't know. How old are you? 43. Mm-hmm. Carry the one. Um, 12 years ago then, 13 years ago, you're just starting in baseball. You run into a guy or gal that's been in baseball for 20 years or is like yourself now has been in you've you know they've they've worked baseball for most of their career and you are first time experiencing you know a hip labrum issue with one of your one of your guys and you want to hey like I don't really know how to approach this or I, I want I'd like some advice but you also don't want to give away that your starting pitcher tonight has a hip labral issue. Um, it's a really tough world to be in. But here's what I'm going to say. Ultimately, it should always be a friend because there shouldn't be a athletic trainer alive that would ever defy the confidence of talking about injuries with other athletic trainers. There's zero reason that if an if another athletic trainer came up to me that I would share the information for some reason. Say say I'm a football athletic trainer and I know that you know the starting quarterback is dealing with a knee issue, but they don't have it like you know it's not publicly known. I'm not going to go up to my coach and be like, "Hey, just to let you know, he can't move." I I'm just not. That's not my job. My job is to be an athletic trainer. My job is not to game plan. So I think it's that would I have to say friend because I have to have confidence in the profession and the professionals that are in our profession. <laughs> Inception. And yeah. That um it can't be a foe. It can't be a foe. Um the only thing I would say is trust who you trust. So this came up after this weekend when the visiting school that we were playing came up and I knew one of their pitchers was out 
and our coaches had heard the scoop from their coaches, and they had said something to me about it ahead of time. I'm like, and, and it came up like, oh, how you doing? How's this, how's the season going? I always just say, how you doing? You guys pretty healthy? I don't ever ask for specific details, and he, I could tell he did not want to talk about. He he was dancing around a certain injury, and then I casually mentioned that I had heard it from my coaches already, and he's like, "Oh, that's weird." Like, hmm. Um, and then we talked about it a little bit, and then I, I think part of it is, um, like you just said, I don't care. I'm not gonna. No. I'm not gonna go. So your coaches knew something. They kind of talked to you about it. Their coaches told our coaches. Yeah. And then the, our coaches told me. Yeah. He was out with X Y Z, and so I didn't care. But then what ends up happening is we get into a like it's almost like a continuing education minute. Yeah. It's like a. Hey, what sign and symptoms did you have, and what were you know? It's almost like a hey, I haven't seen that. What what was what did you go through? Do you think if we added a segment on our show called the Continuing Education Minute, that if somebody listened to all fifty-two weeks of our show, they could get some CEUs? Is that possible? So we're are, are you? Are you? I'm literally literally asking you, I'm literally asking you. Is that is that a way in? Is that a way? I know, but we've talked about trying to get approved provider so that if you become a member, I mean, I want you to answer the question. I one mean, minute I'm saying, every show. I don't think that will cut it. Okay, and then I I do. I mean, I want you to ask the or well, I want you to answer friend, friend or, or foe. foe. I'm gonna say that. Um, I I think most of the people on the live stream are saying friend. It's just casual banter. I think we're all smart enough to know that there's lines that we shouldn't cross. Um, yeah. And there's also common sense, and I think you can learn. I do think I think you can use it as a learning opportunity. Do you think? Hey, um, I have never had that. How did you know what was going on? So maybe I have something that I'm dealing with that maybe I can look at differently, or I can pick up a cue from you, and then you can treat your athletes better. So I'm gonna say, friend. Yeah. Do you think we're a little biased because baseball ends up being so boring? Yeah. Well, it, so think, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Think about the things that could be going on. Right. So like, Oh, like, you know, my, my shortstop's been dealing with a little like groin issue. Like the hitter can't be like, Oh, well he can't go to his right. So I'm always going to hit the ball to his right. Like that is not something that happens in baseball. No. Unless you're probably like Barry Bonds playing against, you know, mid major, you know, college kids. But I'm trying to think of scenarios where like, I mean, when I used to talk to athletic trainers on the professional ranks, we tried to not talk about injuries because it was like, God, that's all we talk about. How are you? Like, how's the family? How's this? Like, I'd rather get to know you, this and that. Um, because the the world was so consumed with like, oh God, like I, I just answered another email about how, what's the progress of a hamstring, you know, strain. But I think the times that we had confusing cases, that's who we reached out to. Hey, you know, I remember a couple years ago you were dealing with a pitcher that had this finger injury. Um, could you send me over some of the research you found? Like, you know, was there anything that, like, you, th you wish you would have looked into first or whatever? 
we relied on others all the time and vice versa. Um, and so I think even on that professional rank where like every win means money, it still has to be a friend because we as athletic trainers have to be able to communicate uh, so that we can keep taking care of the athletes who basically make it so that we can have a job. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of a foe though. I want to, I want to make a foe out of this somehow, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's, it's just, it, person, it can be man. just HIPAA. Yeah. I think, I think if you go too far, um, something that, yeah, it's just, a, it could be a HIPAA violation. That, that would be the foe. Rick wants to know what happened to the evidence-based minute we got. We did one time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, we used to do an evidence-based minute from, we would read the, the title of an article and maybe the abstract. The abstract. Yeah. And I would either rant on why it's bullshit, why we, anybody even wrote this article, or you would. Yeah, the, the, the answer, Rick, is because right now um, – we're not doing two shows a week, yeah. which we would love to get back to if yeah. we could. It's just right now, time-wise, neither one of us can can commit to two shows a week right now. If we get enough members get and there. we can do this full-time, we're, you're going to get more shows a week. Promise you. So, Promise you. Spread the word. More members, more shows. Yeah, that's what we want to do. We want to do, do this full-time and, and bring it to you guys. Absolutely. Um. Okay, so that's your friend or foe. It looks like we just have... What's left? Our fictional athletic trainer debate. Mm. Um, and we got a good one this week. It just wrapped up. They own the world. We're going <laughs> to do some Marvel talk. We haven't done comic. What? We're fiending. We haven't done comic book talk in like uh, probably three comic weeks. Books? So we're going to do Falcon Winter Soldier. No spoilers. I know you haven't seen the the. I haven't seen you the haven't, show. But you just... The show. You just watched Infinity War again, right? Yeah. Well, I was watching... Were, I was okay, literally watching it. it. I was watching it as we were leaving. Okay. But I'm I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with these two characters. Where do you rank it? Which one? Infinity War? Infinity War. Uh, I mean, you don't, I don't one. think you have a concrete list, do you? I don't. I, it's in the top five. Oh, in the top five. Um, but, 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 but. It is. I'm gonna call it number four right now. I'm gonna, I I can't I can't it's put fair. it in top two, and it's Mount Rushmore. It's not you, five. Though. It's definitely. I think it's Mount Rushmore related. I to be very honest, I it had me, it had me excited. Like I, me and the the lovely lady put it on just so we could sit on the couch, have our dinner, and then, like, just watch something. Nothing like having some steak and potatoes, and then the snap happens, and everything disappears. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but, I was ha- but I was having chicken, kale, Brussels sprouts, and broccoli. I called a doctor to set up some appointments today, and he said, how are things going? I said, I feel like Infinity War and half my team has disappeared. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how I feel these last two weeks. Did he understand oh, the reference? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, didn't, I just said, yeah, we're just banged up. Uh, all right, Kevin. Yeah. Falcon or Winter Soldier. I know you haven't seen it, so we won't spoil anything for you or Don't anybody listening. Spoil it. Um, who do you think would make a better athletic trainer? Okay. 
and I get all the gadgets. Do I get do I get the first arm or the second arm on the Winter Soldier? Yes. <laughs> all right. I'll let you have either either okay. arm. No, I don't want the first. Well, arm. Rocket wants one of them too, so you have to share <laughs> with Rocket. I want the second one. Okay. Um, all right. I mean, if I'm if I, if I can fly, I also have a bot that assists me a drone in pretty much everything that I do. Um, it can sur- survey a scene pretty well. Oh, there's a lot of tech there. There's a lot of tech, and but there's a lot of there's a lot of baggage. We'll say you know that will go with it. I mean. The, li- the further he gets in the series, the, the smaller the wings kind of like collapse to and everything like that. But it's just a lot to carry around, right? You should wait till you see. Oh, they get bigger? The outfits in this series. Oh, all right. It's incredible. Okay. Um, the goggles were nice. Like Fal- Falcon's goggles. I mean, that he can read what the drones are doing. He kind of even like, I mean, I, I, I'm shocked if his goggles can't read whether or not somebody has a broken leg or not. Um, military, okay, so also, well, they're both military trained. One was, you know, one was brainwashed by Hydra. Hmm. Okay, Winter Soldier. I think that arm can do anything. I mean, it's basically invincible. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could you could just hold an, uh, you could a cooler. Carry, you, you could, could hold a cooler just all just, day. Yep, let's go. Ten no, pounds, ten hey, gallon. Cooler. No spilling coolers on yourself. You just hold it out to the side and yeah. you know whatever. Um, I think they both have pretty good wit, which I think is very important. I think Bucky is a little more. Sarcastic. Ooh. This one's tough. I think they're very evenly matched in a lot of aspects. All right. Oh, Nate, I would. Nate, okay. Nate's being a dickhead, oh. and he's he's trying to give spoilers that oh. may or may not be true. He's I'm just say this. He's just he's being um, a troll. Nate's trolling the live stream, Nate, so nobody pay attention. Nate. Um. Okay. He here's, clearly didn't watch it all. Here's, any of it. here's something that I, I would argue is pretty important. I think Falcon, with his experience of being like a a group leader of like former vets that like were either injured or experienced a loss or anything like that, he kind of has a good psychology background of like, hey, like this is how we work through things. Does that get debunked or anything nope okay no so, so i think i think falcon has this little edge there like because he i think he communicates with individuals that are going through hardships a little better than winter soldier would so i think winter, winter soldier, soldier because my- he he can be hypnotized and he's he can be just no not like he gets it once he's brainwashed or corrupted or whatever He's going to power through any task. Like, that's his strength. He's, no matter what the, the job is or how hard it is, he's just going to put his head down he and will. get to the end. That's true. That's like, that's what he does. He's, now, the tactics he, he used, 
questionable as he gets out of his brainwashed state. Uh, he still can do a lot of, a lot of, now he's obviously a good guy now. What is not a bad guy? So, however, there's something about being just edgy enough to have this "don't piss me off" attitude, uh, yeah. because you won't like me when I'm angry. Yeah, which is Hulk, but Winter Soldier. You don't want to p- piss off the Winter Soldier because you're going to end up really paying for it. So there's Sam's something just so to nice. it. I no, low key, the more Marvel I watch, Falcon has become one of my absolute favorite characters. The gadgets are cool. Mm-hmm. Way better in the series. Like he mm-hmm. can just do some cool things. I agree with everything. I think when it comes to like Iron Man tech, I actually don't like it. But I Too love much. Falcon's tech. Like it just is enough. super cool. Just enough. I think that is all we all we talk about transport all the time and we're always like, oh, could you mm-hmm. transport Natalie? Falcon, it would be the best transporter of any superhero we've discussed. I do like that edginess, though, of Winter Soldier. He's he's the head down. I don't care how busy I'm going to get or what the coach did to me. I'm going to just get the job done. Probably scared the coach. <sighs> yeah. Um, I think the arm is cool. Uh, personality goes a long way What's, with me. Can, okay. Yeah, go um, ahead. How about this? How about Sam losing to Ant-Man, though? And I think that's not necessarily a bad thing. So Ant-Man kicked his ass. Oh, in... in- um, in Ant-Man. Was that in Ant-Man? That, that was, was in, in Ant-Man, Ant-Man leading yes. up to yeah, Civil yeah. War. And he, Ant-Man Ant- just destroyed Sam. He and broke sometimes, into the Marvel complex. Sometimes a little humility can go a long ways in terms of athletic training. You get your you get your tail kicked in a few days. You feel bad, and then you say, okay, I got to refocus, and I got to go back to the drawing board and figure out how to do my job better. You know what he So did. I think that's a yeah. pro, not necessarily a con, but he did get his... his his ass kicked by Ant Man. Learn from his mistakes. Yeah, you have to be willing to accept that. Hey, I can get better at this. Yeah. And Winter Soldier has had to pay for his mistakes and learn from them as well. I mean, Ultimate Team guy in, in reality, Sam. Like, like man, he's he might be on my Mount Rushmore favorite Marvel characters right yeah. now. Yeah. And bef- and this is even before this. I actually thought the. The series was okay. Okay. I was a, I was hoping it'd be more. It was a lot of action. I thought the action was great. But as far as the story itself, I was like, eh, okay, fine. It's whatever. Okay. I need to know. But I don't, I don't know much about the history other than from the movies of the Winter Soldier. Yep. Is he? In some of the comic books, he actually became. Captain America. In some comic books, yes. yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Um. But is he artificially like enhanced the same as Super Soldier? Yes, Captain America. Yes. So he he somehow got the same serum. Yes. By some way. Yes. So he has and super, he has a metal arm. Yes, he's got he's got so he's got the speed, agility, strength, um, quick reflexes, all that stuff. I always wondered uh, if they just does. if they just tapped into his brain so much that like he was nope. just an unbelievable fighter, athlete. Correct. He I mean to me that that's something that in fact I can't forget is that he is he could relate and work with athletes. He might be better on the strength and conditioning side. A hundred percent. Right. 
he might be able to be like, oh, you can't do those box jumps? Oh, I'm sorry. Here, I'll do it. I think in some, there, there's a rule. I, I, I cannot confirm this because I'm not like hardcore, hardcore, hardcore comic book person. Yeah. But from listening to a, another podcast where they kind of break down a lot of this, um, I believe in some issues, like he went through the whole thing that Deadpool Steve. and uh, Wolverine, like that whole program. Oh. When he got brainwashed. So he oh. was like, he might have been patient number seven out of however many they did. So he was weapon seven? Kind of. Like, some, something along really? that lines. Yeah, potentially. Mm. I could be wrong on that, but I think he was in that kind of process. Or at least similar to that. When are we yeah. going to have, when are we going to finally have the X-Men like Avengers crossover? It's coming up. Yeah. I think that's phase four. I don't think it's phase four. I think it's like phase, phase 12. Mm. Okay, maybe. Well, I think one of the shows, the Marvel, the MCU sh- shows announced is a X-Men one. And I think it's going, there's going to be some crossover there. I think they're avoiding the original X-Men class right away. I though, believe right? so, yeah. Is yeah. what I remember. Because they're trying to wait for people to forget that Hugh Jackman was Wolverine. So, uh, I don't know if I gave my official answer, but to yeah, me, what's your, what's your official answer? I think I'm. I mean, well, I think Winter Soldier has some really strong qualities, but I'm going to go with Falcon. I'm going to go with Falcon here. I, I like think- I like the personality. I like the. He's a better team player, and he's going to. He's going to be really good with psych social. Right, and I and I. When I thought of that, I was like, you know what? That's going to have to be that's going to have to be the winner for Falcon. For sure. For I sure. I think so. All right. So that's it. That's for it. your weekly topics, we have our feature topic. Feature topic. All right, let's do it. And if you were with us last week, you know that our feature topic is coming to you by the Kinematic Company. The Kinematic Company, the creators of the Sideliner, the pop-up sideline medical tent, right? These folks are pretty cool. We've been interacting with them a little bit now, right? Morgan over at Kinematic Company. Um, She's been great. She's been great. Uh, I'm going to, before I even get into this little read that they have for us, I think what's awesome is if you look at this company, they are an athletic training company. They are looking out for athletic trainers. They were founded by an athletic trainer. They were founded by an athletic trainer that went to the people that he worked with at the same school and said, Hey, I have a problem. Can you help me fix it? And they said, yes, of course we can. And now he's being very successful. He's helping spread the idea that athletic trainers are so valuable in what they do on a daily basis. And particularly when there's 40, 50, 70, 100,000 fans around that they will protect us so that we can do our jobs and we're not thinking about everybody around us. So in the five years since the company's founding, they've released four new products in the same realm of sports innovation. First, and by far their most popular, the hydrator. 
The water cart that took off during the pandemic as the fastest and most efficient way to manage separate water sources for each athlete. It's pretty, pretty valuable at this point, right? Water is important I hear. Water is important. We're all talking about how do we keep our athletes safe. One of the easiest ways to help decrease the amount of transmission of anything. It doesn't have to be COVID. It can be any kind of thing that's going on with your athletes is to make sure that their water bottles are separated. Second, the newest line of sideliners, the Flex Series. It's designed to be more mobile and economic as opposed to their flagship pro model. So it's more flexible, which gives it more uses, and then it's also more inexpensive? Yeah. Okay. Sounds like a bargain. It's pretty great. Now, finally, they've released the new hydrator stand and the new hydrator stand XL. They have additional sideline and courtside products in their hydrator line to help keep your athletes safe and you safe. I mean, let's uh, let's be honest. It's it's also us. It's not just our athletes. It is also us. Not gonna lie, when we talk about the tent, we're talking about privacy. Yep. And it, I know privacy. It gets, <laughs> privacy. I said that last privacy. Week. Yeah. Uh, to hell with waiting for the athlete to get hurt to go in there. I just want to <laughs> just knock on the door when somebody gets hurt and I'll come out of the tent. There you go. Can I just hang out in there? Listen, how many, okay, how many times Can have you Can we been... put some peepholes <laughs> in the tent and I'll just watch from the tent. That's perfect. Because I perfect. just, yeah, this is where I want to hang out. Maybe you got a little cold little, game going. You got a little snacks. fire inside. Who knows? Ooh, Ooh, maybe some Starburst, Starburst gummies. No, you, know? you just said a little fire. I maybe I firing up some s'mores in yeah. there. Yeah, I mean, why not? We well, first we should contact Kinematic Company and see if all of Sideliners are fireproof. I don't know. If Morgan, let us know. <laughs> can we but have? You can get more info. How much food can we get? And you can shop all these products. All right, let me put the. Let me put the. Let me put the. Again, that's kinematiccompany.com. They're doing great things. Um, we've loved interacting with them so far. They're good people. I think they they have a passion to to help our profession, which, again, that's why we love working with them. Anybody yep. that wants to help our profession, it is our job as athletic trainers to keep this profession moving in the right direction. Having some privacy, privacy, so that you can go into a tent and maybe scratch your butt a little bit because you've had that wedgie the entire game. Well, that's your choice now if you get a sideliner. How many farts could you get off in a oh tent? Oh, my God. <laughs> All oh, of great, them. Great, man. And then and then somebody gets hurt, and you're like, oh, sorry. Yeah. Right. No. Is it's it going to linger in there? Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. Okay. Probably. So if check, them out, check them out at kinematiccompany.com. Okay. That's kinematiccompany.com. You have a good radio voice. Okay. Sometimes. Before we get into the feature topic, it, the, the live stream's going ham, and I just got to say, I got to jump in here. You're all talking Fantastic Four without me, and I'm getting pissed off, okay, <laughs> because that is my stuff. Fantastic Four is probably, other than Flash, Fantastic Four is what I grew up on, and I, I'm so excited to see the next movie, and I just want them to get it right. And then they're talking about... Green Lantern and like <sighs> Ryan Reynolds, uh, it's just so much fun. We gotta we have to do a separate. We have to do a, a, a podcast not on athlete training where we just talk. Probably should. Oh my god, we F- just need a few more Fantastic members. Four. We who, just need a few more members. Who does who does everybody want to see us? And I know some of you aren't comic book people, but 
I want to know who you guys want to see as as the actors and actresses and stuff. Yeah, in and the fat, fan fat, <laughs> fantastic four here. Man. I'm so I'm so bad at like envisioning that kind of stuff. I know. Like who would make a good, you know, I don't know, Doctor Strange even. Although and that's what I think now it's tough to think about anybody else in those roles. If think about DC, Batman, how many different Batmans there have been? One, two, three, four, five, I think now six. Seven if you include the TV show. And I mean legitimately, what's his face? Maybe eight. Who's the guy that's the newest Batman? Robert Pattinson. I am so distraught about it, but everybody is talking about how good it is, how good he's supposed to be. I, I mean, I literally, no offense to him, um, those, the Twilight movies, like, all I want to do is just punch you in the face the entire time. And I can't, I can't go see Batman because he probably, he's definitely on my Mount Rushmore of superheroes, but maybe my favorite superhero. I can't watch that with a horrible Batman. I, now, I, I, I'm holding out hope that it's just different and good. Correct. And I agree. Now, and I think, imagine if all of a sudden they wanted to reboot Iron Man and, you know, they tried to change that character. They cast that character so well. My God. In fact, that was a question I asked of my athletes earlier this week. The best casting? Who's Yeah, your Mount Mount Rushmore of, like, best cast superheroes. I don't know if that could be better. I don't know. I don't know if you can pick a better actor to be that character and i've heard many interviews with him in a complete non very comfortable situation where he's he's just being you can tell he's just being himself because he's interacting with his friends and he talks like that he has banter he has he's he's witty he he sounds like he is the smartest guy in the room but he only lets you know it when he needs to let you know it yeah um, I also heard he's a really great human. I don't know, and so I think the ending, you know, the 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 Tony Stark at the end is very Robert De Niro. Wait, Robert Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Yeah, De Niro. Totally. What totally comic? But brain fart there. <laughs> yeah, Roberts. <sighs> All right, we're we're gonna if we get down that rabbit hole, we're never coming back. So let's talk. Let's talk about our feature topic. What do you got? So I I had to do my CPR class this weekend. How did it go for you? Um, did you pass? I passed. Um, th- this is what I would say. Like, I mean, I was the only athletic trainer in my class because I am now a solo athletic trainer. And most people that are athletic trainers, they work for a, a hospital setting, a college, a professional setting. And so they do it as a group, yep. and, you know, whatever it is. And so I've now gotten to experience what it's like to take my CPR certification outside of my close kin of my workers that I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, it's different. It's very different. You, number one, I mean, you take this online class for two hours and then you go and basically repeat the class, but you now are physically doing everything. I will say COVID world with CPR classes is kind of weird because you're doing two person CPR or three people CPR, but yet you're each doing it on your own mannequin, but you're like, you're not like actually physically switching. You're actually like, it's just, 
whatever. Um, you have to wear gloves the whole time. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's, it's pretty wild. Um, but I think, so we had one submission of a topic from, I don't, did you ever work with Michelle? She no, was a certified right? when I was a student. Okay. And so Michelle is, I, I suppose then a CI of you when mm-hmm. you were a student. I don't think she was working there when I was a student. She was the baseball athletic trainer. She must have been one, two base, three, maybe three baseball. Uh, I think it, so three baseball you, people. You, Eric, Ryan? Wasn't Ryan Schrader? Yep. Right? Yeah, and then before Ryan was Michelle. Okay. So I, I, I was think, three baseball athletic trainers after. And when I was... Like a youngin, I was first it was year. Ryan. It was Ryan. Yep. Um, and hey, if you're welcome, first time in the podcast, I was Chad's first student, by the way. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Me and Lisa Loker. Where is it? I I need to reach out to Lisa. I wonder yes, what she's do. doing. She's great. She needs to get a membership. She does. She would love the show. Yes. Um. Okay. So emergency situations with athletic trainers. So I'm hoping Dylan is just like totally on ears right now. He's just like, oh my God, I can't, I, oh my God, like yes. I want to talk about this all the time. He is. Um, he is. And but I, I, I'm going to cut Michelle, you off one more what? time. Yeah. It says, I will never think of, Zach Dunbar says, yeah. I will never think of CPR courses and not think of Dwight Schrute. And that's 100%. Absolutely. Anyways, continue. Um, and that's part of this class. I mean, that's part of, the, that's part of this podcast. I mean, it's just uh, uh, like- uh. Imagine, imagine if we could put on a CPR class, candid. it would just be candid and lots of sexual jokes while you're working with dummies. Um, my point being is Michelle got us on this topic and then I took a CPR class. Michelle has experience with working at a PT clinic where they did not have an AED there. And their reasoning behind not having an AED there is because emergency services, whether it was the fire department or whatever, was right down the road. And they could be, in, if they called 911, they would be there within minutes. Well, well you know what they say, late, late activation of AED saves nobody. Many lives, many, many lives. Like you What know, it's a like, joke. It's the further along, while somebody doesn't have a, you know, a regular heartbeat, that you should administer an AD. <laughs> it's the complete opposite. Early activation. <sighs> and so, I mean, this this goes back to, she mentioned this to us when all that Arkansas, Arkansas, right? Wait, was it Arkansas? Arcan- Are you going to answer? Arkansas? Yeah, the guy that like went on like in front of a jury yeah. or whatever. Yeah, Arkansas. Um, and he was talking about- Or was about, it Alabama? I think it was Arkansas. I can't remember. Anyway, um, when that guy was talking about how physical therapy is more equipped to recognize emergency situations than athletic trainers, which is total bullshit. Um, And so Michelle offered a very good example of a PT clinic that clearly is trying to actively not recognize emergency services um, or situations. And so taking my CPR class... I'm thinking during my CPR class, I'm in there with like a dentist. I'm in there with people that were actually getting their 
uh, CPR because they were going to be administering uh, vaccines. And I, I, I don't know, there was like four people in my class that they all said, oh, I'm, I'm now a vaccine volunteer, so I have to get my CPR certification. Um, there was a couple nurses in there. But it's weird being the only athletic trainer because I take it in a different aspect. Um, every time that we, we were talking about a situation and they were like, oh, like seven-year-old Bobby is at the pharmacy with his mom and he starts choking and blah, 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 blah. And I'm thinking about these scenarios and I'm thinking about, okay, well, if he's choking and he falls down, he's not going to fall down perfectly and he's going to be flat on his back. Now what do I need to do? Um, oh, 74-year-old, like Shirley, is uh, shopping at the grocery store. She slipped on some water. She hit her head. This, boom, boom, boom. And, like, they give us these scenarios. And in my head, I'm always thinking about these, well, I mean, nobody falls down perfectly. Nobody nobody lands in the correct position to just give CPR. What do you do from there? Um now, my instructor did a really good job, and she said, you know, most of you, if you're going to have to administer CPR, it's going to be in a, in a hospital setting. Somebody's going to be on a bed, and there's going to be equipment around you. Athletic training, probably not. You're going to be on the ground. And because somebody in my class was like, well, like, so what am I supposed to do if, like, like I'm in pain because I'm kneeling this long? Because she was legitimately, obviously, uncomfortable on the floor kneeling, giving 30 chest compressions, and then two breaths. And my, I wanted to raise my hand and be like, you suck it up, buttercup. Right? Like, what the, what the F? Like, somebody's dying in front of you, and you're talking about your knees are hurting? Like, I, what the hell is going on? I, I often think about our profession and how people don't understand what we do yet. It's 2021, and we still haven't advocated for ourselves enough. And how people compare us to physical therapy and all this other stuff. And in that process, I think about all the realms, you know, the rehab, the emergency care, the wound care, all these different, um, all these different, I don't know, what's the word? like Scenarios? Not, yeah, like... Mm -hmm. Whatever. So just all these different realms that we have to cover. Yeah. And then how people will shortchange us or they don't know what... Like, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, how we're kind of like the handyman that do everything and not... Um, Consultant. We're, we're kind of not like experts in any one particular thing, even though we can be really smart at it. But we're kind of seen more as generalists. But in your scenario, in your class, when you're taking a class, and when we took our dry needling course with Master Dry Needling, Mm -hmm. We were taking it with other, you know, healthcare professionals who yeah. had no business taking that class. No. And I often think to myself, how can people not understand how valuable athletic trainers are when we can do all these things and do them um well? Yeah, like comprehensively. I mean, I think like I'm just thinking about like dentists needing to take a CPR class and I'm like mm -hmm. Well, would I rather have a dentist give me CPR or a physical therapist? I don't know, but I'd want, give me the athletic trainer. Athletic trainer all day. You know, and if, if I want somebody to dry needle me, do I want an OT giving me 
dry needling or an AT? I don't know. You know, so I just, I, I kind of always go back to the big picture, how we talk about all these different things that we can do, but yet nobody knows that we can do any of them. And how do we change that? Um, I, I think, you know what? I wish CPR emergency, like, courses. Like, where would you be. rank us? Oh, number one. EMTs. Well, well I don't know. Us? I mean, I, it, okay, so EMTs, no offense to EMTs, but, like, they, no, I mean, I would rank them higher. Firefighters, firefighters are usually a lot of, a lot of times like first on scene. Yeah. And a lot of firefighters are actually just, at least in Milwaukee, I don't know if this is the same in every city, but um, any kind of 911 call that is warranting any kind of emergency services, it usually comes through the fire department instead of like a direct paramedic or EM, like like EMT. They're actually like through the fire department. And I don't know if that's just the way our city's set up versus other cities. But um I mean I would put us right up there. I think they I I, I don't know. Have you have you ever had to give CPR? I think we have we talked about this? I have not. You have not. I have not. Um I feel very confident if I had to give somebody CPR. I feel very confident in the scenarios that like they test you on. And I think what I always do, and trust me, the last thing I wanted to do was drive 30 minutes on a Sunday morning to go take a two and a half hour class in order to get my CPR certification. But it has always bothered me that some people around me have never taken it serious enough because it's such an easy skill that could be so impactful for the rest of somebody else's life or yours too. Um, Do you think there should be a written component and a hands-on component or just one or the other? Oh, um, no, I think there should be both. I, I, I do think there should be both. I, I mean, I do think there is value in reading comprehension. Now regurgitate it. Now show me that you can do it. See, all I, think that I care about is can you do the hands-on skill I agree I the only the only thing I would say is um if I okay so my fiance is you know she works in a dental office and she if she were to have to either administer CPR or be in a scenario of doing CPR um I think she needs the hands-on Right. She just needs to know, regardless of the situation, almost like just compress, 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 compress if they don't have a pulse. Right. And so now I do think as athletic trainers that we are just more likely to be in a situation where something like this could happen. We need to have critical thinking. And I don't know if that just comes from the physical act, unless the critical thinking like test is all physical. Oh, Hey, now this happened. Hey, now this happened. Hey, now this happened. Um, and they usually do that, right? Like there's always a scenario in these classes where somebody's choking, somebody's choking, then they pass out. Now they're like unconscious. They're not breathing and they have no pulse. Like there's always that scenario when you take one of these classes. And it's only because they want to streamline how to teach it. It's not like, yeah, 
I don't know. Have you ever thought about becoming a CPR instructor? No, because Kelly already is at our school. That's right. I've thought about doing it. She. I saw the binder that the instructor I had, like the binder was that full and she went through all of it. Um, That freaked me out because that that's not my game. I would. My game would be, all right, we got 10 people in a room and we're going to learn how to do CPR. We're all going to get comfortable. Like. Let's all like you know what actually some somebody get <laughs> when on the you floor. Said that, my right? mind went real dirty. Sure. I don't know why. Well, I mean, somebody get on the floor. Like you know what? I want you to straddle this person's head, and I want you to like, <laughs> like put a mask over their face, like, and just like see what it's like to actually do it on a human. Yeah. I think that's I think that's an aspect that we're we're missing of like these these half like half torso dummies that like click. Every time we're doing like <laughs> <Do I> compression, <laughs> like it's just kind of, I think we need more uh-huh. like of a human aspect of this. And I, I just as it is, uh, could you, okay. What if you needed to tape an ankle and the only thing you had ever done is taped a mannequin ankle? Like, are you going to be able to tape a 320 pound, like, you know, college lineman like ankle? No, no, you're not. Like you, you know how to tape a hundred and sixty pound, like five foot ten person's ankle, and that's it. I don't know. Yeah, revolutionary this podcast is. <sighs> Fun times. Anything else on the emergency care? I don't know. Is, is Dylan? Does Dylan teach? Uh, it looks like Abby. Oh, Abby's, does. A, Abby's an Abby, instructor. Dylan. Don't let the binder freak you out. Dylan, you put a set. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Nate. Jeez. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So. Volunteer is tribute. <laughs> you know what I think we could do? What? We could have candid CPR. We need to. How great would that be? That'd be great. Candid, candid BLS. You know? That'd be awesome. Basic life support. Yeah. Uh Shoot. All right, you got anything else, or we wrap this thing down? Why not? Let's just wrap it up. Okay. (laughs) So I'm going to do this right here. Do it. Share that screen. Share the screen. Don't forget to go to www.candidathletictraining.com. Get yourself a Candid Athletic Training membership for as low as $25 for an entire year. You can always upgrade later. And Dylan, I know you asked that on the live stream before. Yes, you can upgrade your membership at any point throughout the year. Get yourself a membership. You're going to want to do that now because we are, as of right now, giving you $175 off MedBridge account. CEUs due this year. $75 off any master dry needling course you want to take. And currently, 10% off Bulletproof. Any purchase you might make with Bulletproof. That actually might jump up to 15%. We might have to double check that. We are also... We'll get them there. We are also trying to nail down several other coupons. So um, invest in yourself. Invest in us. Get a we're membership. going to give you 10 times your money back as of right now. Plus more as we go along. Absolutely. So everyone should be getting a membership here. Listen, if you get a membership, you're going to get more than your money back. Yep. Ten, tenfold, I think you're going to get your money back if you head over to MedBridge and you head over to that Master Dry Needling 
And then you get yourself some coffee. You get some. You get yourself some supplements every once in a while. So you're also going to get a discount on all this merchandise that merch, you merch, see. Merch, merch, merch. Get yourself a hat. Get yourself a hoodie. Hoodie, hoodie, hoodie. We have to thank again Healthy Roster. HealthyRoster.com. We cannot put this live podcast out there without their help. They're so awesome over there. Um, as you guys are looking at getting new EMRs, go to HealthyRoster.com and get it. And don't forget to check out Kinematic Company at www.kinematiccompany.com. Don't mind my stumbling, rumbling, bumbling. You want privacy on your sideline? This is who you want to get it from. So check them out as well. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, guys. We will talk to you later. All right, everyone. Take care. Bye. Bye.